Testing. 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 Boy, Welcome back to Bloom and Grow Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome. I'm here with my lovely co-hosts, and today we are talking about the self, self-worth, self-worth, self-esteem, self-identity. It's about you. It's about me. It's about your mom. It's about, it's about, your, about dad. your cat. It's about us as individuals. <laughs> so to start us off, I will ask a question. You don't have to answer now. We will revisit this question, I guess, at the end of the episode. Or actually, sorry, it's not a question, it's a statement. And I will ask you if you agree or disagree, so you can form your opinion um, at the end of the episode. So the statement goes as follows. All of our all of our identity issues are fundamental misunderstandings of who God is. Alrighty. So you can ponder that to see if you agree or disagree, and we'll just start. So... I don't know about you, but I've heard the term self-esteem and self-worth kind of used intercha- interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah. 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 Um, would you, do you think they mean the same thing or do you think they're um, like synonyms? What's your thought? I think if you understand your worth, then you hold yourself in high esteem. Right. So right. I think they're connected. Mm-hmm. Wow, Jane. Not synonymous, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, related concepts. Related concepts. Okay, so I, I feel like it's right to start the episode off with a nice... Wow, that's so deep. Sorry. Like, no, it's, it's good. Keep going. I guess you're probably going to talk about no, this, no, but ahead. if you tack, you try it, when people try to tackle their self-esteem without addressing their self-worth, it's ineffective because mm-hmm. they're, ground, they're not addressing like the root yes. of their insecurity when they're just like... If, like you'll hear people say, "Oh, just be more confident," or like, yeah, like as just as if you can just, you can turn just that on. like you know put <laughs> on a cloak of confidence. But until you actually like establish your worth, then your self esteem, it's your self esteem is yeah. only as good as your self worth. Yeah, it's true. And if you think about it, a lot of the people that you do see, or um, the people that portray heavily like low self esteem, really they don't value themselves. They don't have worth mm-hmm. for themselves, and. Like you said, it's we see all these things like girl be confident or like mm-hmm. the media that's kind of like tailored yeah. to people with low self. But they're not giving esteem, you a basis. But they don't tell you how you can mm-hmm. do. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really glad you talked about that. But let's just start it off with a um, few definitions just for everyone to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, so self esteem, according to the American Psychological Association, is a noun. The degree to which the qualities and characteristics contained in one's self concept are perceived to be positive. It reflects a person's physical self-image, view of his or her accomplishments and capabilities and values and perceived success in living up to them, as well as the ways in which others view and respond to that person. The more positive the cumulative perception of these qualities and characteristics, the higher one's self-esteem. A reasonably high degree of self-esteem is considered an important ingredient of mental health whereas low self-esteem and feelings of worthlessness are common depressive symptoms. Mm-hmm. That was a mouth, mouthful, but when I wrote this down, the parts I highlighted were um, degree to which qualities and characteristics are perceived to be positive. And it's, I like that they said it's kind of a cumulative 
um, belief of your self-image, mm-hmm. your accomplishment, your capabilities, values, and success. So very much what some people would maybe say are material measures or things that you can't, like it's not really your view, how you look is quite um, surface. Like nothing really about your character, your mind, but it can be included in it. Mm-hmm. Self-concept is something that they mentioned in this definition, and I'm, and I'm going to just kind of expand on it. So the self-concept is one's description and evaluation of oneself, in, including psychological and physical characteristics, quality, skills, and roles. So in that self-concept is when you kind of get to the deeper essence of someone, who someone is, their mind, versus just self-esteem can often, especially in this day and age, be like very um, physical things mm-hmm. or um, surface, surface, level. surface level things. Okay, now self-worth. According again to the American, American Psychological Association is one's evaluation of themselves as a valuable, capable human being deserving of respect and consideration. Mm-hmm. Positive self-worth is associated with a high degree of self-acceptance, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the belief your life has value and worth. Like Abby and Jay were just saying, the two are obviously linked, um, but they're not synonymous. So healing broken broken self-worth will ultimately bring healing to our self-esteem, which is what Abby was saying. Mm-hmm. It is impossible to have low self-worth if we truly believe God and his word, specifically what his word says about us. Mm-hmm. Because our right. self-worth as believers is a direct measure of our value and the degree to which we, re- deser- we deserve respect. The actions of Jesus prove that he sees us as valuable. Because if the king of all kings can look at us and see great value, then that is enough we need to back the notion that we have value and worth. So I'm going to go back to what I said. All of our identity issues are fundamental misunderstandings of who God is. Low self-worth is a misunderstanding of God's love. Or is it? No, that's straight facts. As Christians, like our worth is like founded in the fact that we are God's children Mm -hmm. and if we cannot embrace what he has said about us if we cannot embrace the fact that we are made in his image and like if you just pause on that alone like we are made in the image of Mm -hmm. God like he fashioned us after his own likeness like the God of the universe the God who spoke everything that we see that we say is beautiful Mm -hmm. and we see that and he spoke that into existence but then he took time out to specially create us as you know like being that that look like him Mm -hmm. if we can truly grasp that then we really should not have low self-esteem and if we could grasp the fact that he loves us so much that he continually he well he sacrificed himself for us but he continually is faithful even Mm -hmm. when we turn our backs on him when we don't talk to him like we should when we don't give him any time of day and he's continually showing us blessings that we don't even take the time to say thank you for Mm -hmm. like if we can truly truly grasp those things then we really should not be struggling with low self-esteem so true so so true and the reality like it's i guess a sad reality is because you'll never believe what jesus says about you if you don't make the effort to get to know him and have a relationship with him and i think Mm -hmm. like I don't know if this is cliche or maybe this is not the answer people want to hear, but one really huge key to developing um, a solid and a healthy self-worth and healthy self-esteem and getting over low self-worth 
and low self-esteem is discovering who um, Jesus is and taking the time to understand him. And that's, we started this whole podcast with that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's not a coincidence because the whole understanding, that's the foundation of your entire life. Once you have a strong understanding of who Jesus is, like the issues of life flow from whether or not we have a strong or weak understanding of our savior yeah, and a weak relationship mm-hmm. with our savior. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to put that plug now that honestly, like truly, 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 if you take the time to study who Jesus is and make an effort, you will understand and begin to see yourself in a different light and understand that he loves yeah, you. But like, not only do you like in when you spend more time with him it not only opens up your understanding and allows you to have greater revelation for his truth about you but when we actually become so driven in pursuing him we actually don't end up paying attention to a lot of the things that we're attacking ourselves so anyway like when you're so focused on god and that's all that you can see it's like you don't even have the time to be mm-hmm. having low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Entertaining those thoughts or mm-hmm. whatever, those opinions. So true. So true. I think something that like I maybe struggled to understand before or I just feel like not much was said about this. There wasn't that huge emphasis that we're constantly as individuals going to um, have a self-esteem that comes under attack because mm-hmm. we live in a world of changing standards and 100%. Trends. So because like by definition, <laughs> yeah. our self-esteem is shaped by the way in which others view our physical self-image, our accomplishments, capabilities and personality. And we are who we think other people think we are, right? As you said in the last episode. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to have a self-esteem that can come under attack and very easily too because you're mm-hmm. not to you today may not be the person that people care about or are interested in. You uh, tomorrow, and then that affects or how the, you be the, yourself. the um, whatever your achievements yeah. may not be relevant, or yeah. your physical beauty or X, X yeah, Y, and Z may true. not be relevant as relevant as it is today as it will be tomorrow. It's true, it's and so true. honestly, the sooner that you know that you will never be liked by everyone or be sustained by the validation of others, is the better it is for your sense of self, and I think. Like, 2019, I can only, like, I don't remember all the details of 2019, but it was a specific, a very freeing year because that's when I realized, like, I don't have to carry that responsibility of feeling like I need to be liked by everyone. And there's so much freedom in that. Like, Mm. I think that's a lot of what um, kind of sets people up for low self-esteem, low self-worth. I can speak for myself, like, having a people-pleasing mentality when you carry that way, you, like you want to please people, and you realize you don't like you're running a hamster wheel. You want to please people; it's inevitable. Like, it's impossible to always please people. You're wearing yourself out, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of wears away at your mental frame and your self worth and your self image. But the sooner you realize that you will never please everyone, you can never be sustained by the validation of others. It's so freeing. It's like okay, then that's not something I can even hold on to because it's not an anchor that's secure. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um. What you do when your self-esteem comes under attack really determines whether or not you live a life of freedom, which uh, that's probably not surprising to a lot of people. Um, but I was thinking about the statement and I was just kind of, I'm a, what's the word I'm looking for? I like to piece things together and have like things make sense. So I was sitting and thinking about my own life and for my life, and I, I can kind of confidently say that generally this is a, the strategy the devil uses with everyone. Um, he first attacks our self-esteem to the point where we are plagued with insecurity. 
We then allow insecurity to take hold of us until we doubt everything God's word says to be true and we make him a liar. And then we have a confused sense of identity. And I think that's something that's so huge that I kind of missed with insecurity. Um, it's not like, it. yes, you're sinning because you're making God to be a liar. Like you're kind of blaspheming God. Like everything he said about you, you're not believing. And it's like, whether you say it or not, your actions show that you don't believe God. And then if you don't believe God, then you don't believe him because he's a liar. Do you know what I mean? And he's not pleased with you yeah. because mm-hmm. he's only pleased with those who believe in him and what he says. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to that point, um, a lot of people kind of underplay the how important your self-esteem is or they don't really talk about it because they think they don't really consider it as mm-hmm. sin because we don't think about it that's it, so true in that capacity yeah. like i always remember mm-hmm. uh like a long a couple like a lot of years ago i was gonna say a couple years ago but when we were kids mummy mm-hmm. um did some sort of like bi- like some babble talk or whatever. i mean i don't know i, I think she did a bible study mm-hmm. or something at um a church that we used to go to about self-esteem mm-hmm. and so many people came up afterwards and were like we have yeah, never yeah. ever mm-hmm. considered that self-esteem was a sin like low self-esteem or low or self-esteem sorry yeah. insecurity was mm-hmm. a sin um well because i mean High self-esteem. It's true. It's also because like yeah, puffing yourself up, like borderline going to like. I either either way, still... Sorry, go ahead, Jay. I just say either way is a fine line, and as Gabby's talking, I think all times we as Christians see things as oh, it's just a weakness, or mm-hmm. we just need healing from this. But anything that you need emotional or mental healing from, there's an element of sin in that. Mm-hmm. So true. Because there is a brokenness, and that brokenness is usually like the only thing that can break you is sin. So wow. you need to just analyze where in that did you go wrong? Like That's what what so parts good. of my understanding, like like Ariel said, like fun- fundamentally, you don't believe God. Mm-hmm. Unbel- and unbelief is sin mm-hmm. yeah it's so true oh my goodness that's that's a whole different conversation about like how we weigh sins and stuff but it's I, so dangerous but this whole talk of insecurity and low self-esteem and low self-worth as a sin does a lot for someone who's striving to please god i can speak for myself like insecurity sometimes you can feel so comfortable in your insecurity and find security in that Mm -hmm. and so hearing conversations as a believer who struggled with insecurity people saying just be confident that there's less for you than saying seeing it as a sin and having a heart after god when i realized it was a sin i was like okay god this is something that's Mm -hmm. hard for me my whole view of myself i don't know what it is but because i want to please you i'm committed to not be chained to this and mm-hmm. not be bound by this. Do you know what I mean? It's and a greater I, motivator to change yeah. when you see that it's a sin that mm-hmm. like and you're 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 uh, the way that you're living your life is displeasing to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the devil doesn't really want people to understand that. Yeah. Um true. so that's why when you say things like that, you can get def- people people being defensive and it's like guilt. And it's like understanding something is a sin isn't the con the, the goal is not for you to feel guilty but for you to be like convicted oh god convict me and, and act change. on that yeah, and yeah. act on that but i think when you do have conversations with people who are struggling with insecurity um they hear that and they feel attacked and they're like okay it's not a sin like what are you talking about like hmm. and that's it doesn't do anything but kind of keep but them like, in that place. insecurities will also lead you into sin 
because any insecure person is going to be subject to falling more than someone who is secure in Christ. Mm -hmm. That's so true. And it will lead you, like, at the heart of it, this kind of connects to our previous episode, but at the heart of it, we're looking for community. We're looking for validation in Mm -hmm. our community. And so people who are insecure, many times you'll see they will turn to something that will allow them to feel more secure. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes those things are not great. Um, so and then you end up having an addiction to something, whether that is a bad behavior or a, a not so great group of people around you mm-hmm. um, that is helping you to feel in moments validated or mm-hmm. to feel like you have some sort of like self-esteem when the reality is you're still insecure your self-esteem is broken mm-hmm. and you're stuck in this negative cycle mm-hmm. and you have nothing to anchor you like yeah that's true you have no foundation of truth because you're living in disbelief mm-hmm. and because of like definitions of discipline they define insecurity i'm sure we we all know what it is but i like definitions. no it's good to know um mm-hmm. so according to the cambridge dictionary insecurity is the feeling of lacking confidence and not being sure of your own abilities or of whether people like you uncertainty or anxiety about oneself mm. and like that definition alone like really struck me because i just remember the verse like a double-minded man is unstable, unstable. in all his ways and god doesn't call us <laughs> to instability right yeah. and anxiety like insecurity is anxiety and uncertainty that's doubt and that anxiety mm. is not of god god doesn't want us to feel anxious doubt is not of god either and like we're not meant to live in insecurity as believers and i was thinking about it some more the whole idea of insecurity low self-worth um and low self-esteem I feel like one of the real issues and something that's at the root of that is um, putting more weight on the thoughts of others than on God. Mm-hmm. 100%. And, 100%. Mm-hmm. and then also pride because you're spending so much time thinking about, about yourself. yourself. Which mm-hmm. is so funny to me because mm-hmm. you only see pride, like for me, if you anyways, think about the good like, things, like, yeah. oh, like I think highly of myself. Yeah, but if you think like, too much badly exactly. of yourself, it's, it's also still pride. pride. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish, yeah. I remember mommy I, told us our, that. Yeah, mommy told us that. And I was shocked by that, but it's so true because, like, yeah. you know, for me, I was like, okay, yeah, low self esteem. At is least like I'm bad, not, but proud. I'm not proud. <laughs> you know I mean? But you're obsessing, it, so. you're yeah. obsessing over a negative view mm-hmm. of yourself. I heard that saying once. It's like pride, or like, a, or talking about humility. Like humility mm-hmm. is not thinking low of yourself. It's about not, not thinking, thinking of yourself, yourself at, at all. all. Yeah, and I think that's so so interesting, um, because. Yeah, like literally, I'd be like, okay, um, high. So the on the opposite end of the spectrum for self worth is like being super full of yourself and pride. But it's crazy that pride exists in all on both spectrums. ends of the spectrum. And I just think that's really eye opening. And like, I get it because I've been there. Um, and then putting more weight on others than on God and on yourself and yeah. your own description and your own idea of who mm-hmm. you should be. <laughs> and because like a lot of that is it because so maybe for some people, like at least for me, I can mm-hmm. say my insecurities were more around like what I thought I should be. Mm-hmm. And maybe that did come from like different perspectives. But for the most part, I felt like it was just coming from like my own internal yeah. pressure. of Like mm-hmm. this is who I should be. Mm-hmm. This is where the worth I valued my worth based on like, just like, oh, like my education mm-hmm. or just like, I thought I was only good at one thing. Mm-hmm. So this is it's like, it wasn't so much about necessarily 
other people and like looking for validation from other people but i thought that i should be That's a certain point. way mm-hmm. i thought that i needed to accomplish that like it was all about me mm-hmm. it was so all true. about my own plan mm-hmm. my own dream my own vision and when that crashed then my self-esteem crashed with it mm-hmm. so it's different but it's the same mm-hmm. and then that gets linked to idolatry because it's yeah. like you're esteeming your view of yourself and your view of worth over what God says about you wow. and God's what God defines mm-hmm. as worthy. Mm-hmm. I really like that you shared that because Sheesh. obviously I don't, we don't have the same experiences because we're different people. But my experience with low self-esteem and low self-worth is very different from yours. Like you said yours is all yourself. Mine was all others. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm going to share that in a little bit. I just wanted to say one thing um, just before we move on from that insecurity point and um how we were saying that insecurity essentially is putting more weight on others there's a prayer that you can pray like because i was there too and like still struggle with that too and it's really you just have to be honest with god and ask him to forgive you for making the thoughts and opinions of man an idol which gabby was just saying we spoke about idolatry and whether it's other people yeah. or it's yourself oh yeah, yeah. or like other people, yourself saying. and just pray that god's thoughts and his words would be the only ones that matter um but yeah, okay, so I really like the issue that about self-esteem and low self-worth because for me, um, I never really, for why I was insecure, my insecurities weren't like things that I thought they need to be this way. I guess in this, in one sense, yes, but I thought that because other, other I thought other people thought I should be like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about all that low self-worth and low self-esteem is linked to, like Jay was saying. Um, because we just spent a lot of time kind of like explaining things to kind of understand it better um, and uh, kind of delving in the fact that it is a sin and you can't stay there, like pride, idolatry, all those things. But I like I think a lot less is said about how low, low self-esteem is kind of found at the heart of a lot of other sins, maybe mm-hmm. all sins. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, my I'm, I was trying to reflect and think about like my own life to do like a case study here because that's how I learned like case studies. Um, I don't remember where like in childhood some of my insecurities started from, but I always I think being an immigrant in a white community, in a white country, really was very confusing for me. Moving to Canada from Jamaica in an all-white community, um, I recognized that I was not like everyone else, and I felt like I didn't fit in when we first moved. Well, you were made to feel like you didn't fit in. Well, I felt like that in myself, and I was validated by the actions of others because I was bullied. And that shaped, that very, those very beginnings shaped my whole idea of myself, my whole view of my identity. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I felt like I never fit in, I was so desperate for validation mm-hmm. of others and the enemy knew that and bullying, i say guys. all this to say stop bullying i hate bullying i hate kanta um mm-hmm. i say all this to say though because i kind of started this conversation um to emphasize all that self-worth low self-esteem low self-worth is linked to and for me because i was so desperate for the validation of others yeah. that like I was just running after anything and the devil knew that and mm-hmm. any You're any sort compromise. of attention mm-hmm. any sort of attention that was given, whether it was from someone who was pure in their attentions, it didn't matter. I was running after that. And I, like Abby said, that led to compromise. And I think that's the case for a lot of people. Like 
a lot of people because they don't believe in themselves that they're worthy and maybe mm-hmm. actions of others have, has validate maybe the actions of others has validated those feelings they then run after any and everything so for me that was especially relevant or evident rather in like my whole interactions with males and things like that um and i was willing to compromise any and everything so my own beliefs and whatever i thought i stood for i was like cooked kicked out of the door yeah came second came second and it's a lot of females can relate to that Mm, so true um and so for me that literally led to like unhealthy relationships mm-hmm. doing anything to please someone mm-hmm. even things that i knew made me uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that the funny thing is those things made me hate myself more yeah and that's what the devil negative knows. cycle it is a negative yeah. cycle if the devil can keep you on his hamster wheel he will and he'll just keep you running in circles mm-hmm. so you feel burnt out and you feel heavy mm-hmm. um and there's a lot more to the story but i just will give that short little spiel to say that I don't know what, what your thing that you ran to, what thing you have held on to to compromise your standards. It could be attention from males. It could be your friends. It could be drugs. Essentially, though, at the heart of many sins is this idea of low self-worth, low self-esteem, not believing who God says you are. And because mm-hmm. of that, you're susceptible to any any and everything, any threat of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And the more that you live in a place of low self-worth and low self-esteem, it breaks down like your whole mental state is like so weak and so fragile Mm -hmm. and so unstable Mm -hmm. and um the bible does say an unstable mind i mean a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and from Mm -hmm. that instability can come anxiety and so every the Mm -hmm. devil can just store these attacks and you're it's basically like depression breakdowns everything you know like um when you watch a video of someone like they're boxing and like the first hit they're strong and they get hit by their opponent and they're so weak to the point where they like they lose the match Mm -hmm. that's literally what the devil wants yeah it's so true we just think i don't know yeah i don't know if we think we're consciously thinking about it but Mm -hmm. when you hear stuff like the devil wants to steal kill and destroy you're not thinking we don't really see the devil as a tyrant like the devil actually hates us and Mm -hmm. he will not like he won't Mm -hmm. stop like he doesn't just tempt you in one way or like bring one but i think a lot of times we only connect that maybe physically as opposed to you don't see how he's actually destroying your life Mm -hmm. destroying your mind the way that you think the relationships around you like he's coming for everything and he doesn't stop you're so right like it's not it's people don't just have unilateral struggles like it's all tied to like connected it's interweaved and it's interwebbed and it's connected it's so true Mm -hmm. yeah and if you think it, it makes sense though the devil isn't enemy your enemy and if you think back to the war like when when countries were fighting against other countries you studied your opponent you knew them inside mm-hmm. and out mm-hmm. so like if and anyone, like yeah go ahead i don't know no, no, for ahead. me it, this is helping me but mm-hmm. like it might not help other people but it, with your war analogy like when like during the war they didn't only have soldiers on the field mm-hmm. they had navy yes. soldiers it's they true. had air I don't know what they're called, but the ones in the aircraft, like it wasn't just one strategy. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, the devil doesn't just use one strategy. Like Mm -hmm. self-esteem is the gateway to multiple, multiple different sins. It's so true. And I think like, if you're listening to this point, I just want to stop and really, 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 really implore you to actually do the work to surrender to God, be, allow him to open your heart, to bring revelation to who he is at the end of the day, because when I tell you low self-worth, 
that's just one thing and then the devil will just call it like a cascading Mm -hmm. and sometimes maybe the issue that you are thinking is the number one thing actually isn't Mm -hmm. it's just the one that is most evident on the surface but if you would actually ask yourself like the deeper questions okay why do i feel this way Mm -hmm. or why do i react this way Mm -hmm. then you end up realizing that the root cause is actually that you have low self-worth and low self-esteem so true Mm-hmm. And I like what Jay said also going back, like, because I, I realized that from my example, that also can sound very, um, what's the word, superficial and just like. No, but like, I think in general, low self-esteem is superficial. It is. At it's, the heart of it. At the heart of it. Like we said, all you're thinking yeah. about is yourself. And mm-hmm. it, it really is a form of pride. It's just a different yeah. way of getting to the same outcome, it's essentially. True. It's true. So for me, it was just like, but the funny thing is, I would say the same. Roots. Uh-huh. Sorry. Oh. I don't know why I'm acting like I know what's going on in between your ears. Because I don't. <laughs> Talk, please, I'm and I will shut up. <laughs> The funny thing is, I would say that the spiral down for me also happened when we moved here to Canada. Oh my god, would you believe but it? Me too. <laughs> Can I tell you? <laughs> so go in here. So but this, this speaks to the importance of diversity, mm-hmm. of good parenting, and in the sense, like, or not that our parents aren't good. Our parents did an amazing job. They did what they could. Mm-hmm. However, we were with our mother alone, and she was working a ton at mm-hmm. that time, and it's just like, mm-hmm. when you take your children from a country that's predominantly mm-hmm. looks one way mm-hmm. or like we have diversity but we never really grew up thinking oh my gosh like this person's different from us and like you know nothing like that to right. a completely different country where we're kind of the minority um there are different things that you have to do to kind of make sure that your children safeguard. Yeah, yeah safeguard your children make sure you encourage diversity in your group settings and speak over them and encourage mm-hmm. like saying like you are worthy in mm-hmm. in the context of the bible obviously mm-hmm. i know like now nowadays <laughs> the world be getting crazy yeah with with taken all of the taken out of context a little bit but anyways all that to say that i went to junior high definitely was a minority i think there's only like one other black girl mm-hmm. in the whole school and i just did not fit in i didn't have i still i don't would never say i have the personality like Ariel, where she she's very bubbly and can easily interact with people and i was worse than like <laughs> listen i could barely put words to get, like together but i could write Basically. but i could not speak wow, so better. <laughs> uh, it was very hard for me to try and make friends but then i did make friends with like, obviously all the the nerds and all of the asians um, not that all Asians are nerds, but anyways, that those happen to be my friends. But in that group, they ended up being very obsessed with, and I think at that time maybe it was more common with body image. Oh my gosh! They were obsessed with yeah. like yep, yep, being. Yep. Basically, they're saying like, if you're not this shape, like if you're not skinny, mm-hmm. if you're not this then you're not beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or if mm-hmm. you, I remember they'd be like, oh, like your hair, like you should do something. Why don't you straighten it? Why don't you do this? Mm-hmm. Why don't you do that? Why don't you? Like, I was just not what anyone would have considered mm-hmm. cute or pretty or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I decided to, I decided to join them in like 
we would do this like 500 calories a day thing and that was the beginning Mm -hmm. in that that was just an opening and a doorway Mm -hmm. and the enemy just trapped me from that like I Mm -hmm. ended up having eating disorders from that Mm -hmm. and I ended up weighing my worth to how I looked like just my weight um and it started there but like they said before that was just an open doorway for many things Mm -hmm. in general though I would say that the my worth was built in what I thought the only thing I thought I was good at or what I could bring to the table which were my grades Mm. I thought I was only good at studying that was the only thing I could be good at I couldn't make friends I couldn't Mm. do anything Mm. but I could do that and so that was where my worth was at and then later on in life that kind of collapsed when I didn't in my head I was like oh this is who I'm gonna be Mm -hmm. just because the world was telling me or like my culture or society was telling me oh mm-hmm. this is the best path and like so i used that but i was like oh this is who i should be and then it all came crashing down mm-hmm. a home girl but lost her mind yeah. and so it's just it's different but it's the same concept of like you start somewhere a door opens like all he needs is a door okay yeah. and if you're a lot of times you just don't catch it like it comes in very small small so deception true. first and then it just spirals out of control. Then you're like, wait a second, what on earth? Yeah. Like, where am How I? Did I How did I up? get yeah. here? So How did I end up so messed up? But it just starts with one small thing. So true. So yeah. Anything to say, Gabs? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Very. I was about to go on a tangent and talk about like disordered eating and body image as a black person especially in a white society because that's also something i struggled with too plug here that generational curses are real and that you should break them one we <laughs> speak from experience speak from the heart be Fletcher. <laughs> but yeah like that's a whole yes, different that's whole different 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 episode you wanna, stay tuned will there be that. more episodes that i also focus just on self-esteem but yeah. like trust me yeah there's more to the story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, we were troubled. People. Yes. The whole point is once the devil has an, a hold of your identity, your whole life comes crumbling down. And that's not hyperbole. That's not exaggeration. That is 100% fact because that was my life. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I'm sure people listening can also relate too. Um, but I want to go back to something I said earlier in terms of self-worth. Like it's a lot of your self-worth issues and self-esteem issues really go out the door when you the more you know jesus the more you understand who he is mm-hmm. um i had written something in my notebook um about self-worth i, I guess well I, a devotional of sorts for myself first um but in this quote-unquote devotional i wrote the first day was talking about um Gaining a deeper understanding of Jesus and discovering how his very nature determines our worth. Um, And what I wrote is, we need to ask God to open our hearts and minds and bring fresh revelation as we begin. Because this is supposed to be devotional. Um, And said, I said, freedom is yours today if you just reach out to grab it. But there's specific traits of Jesus that I chose to highlight in relation to self-worth. And I'll just read two of them. Um, One is Jesus is a restorer. And that's based on Matthew 11, verse 28 to 29, Amplified Classic. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek, gentle, and humble in heart, and you will find rest, relief, and ease and refreshment for your souls 
So living in insecurity and low self-worth is like living in a mental prison. And I cannot stress that enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and the longer you stay there, it's the more and more if it's like the walls are caving in. And I don't know. And the more it, you're susceptible to more and more deception. Mm-hmm. Like you wonder how people end up so confused about identity and do mm-hmm. end up way off. Mm-hmm. It starts here. Preach. And if you look at the analogy of a prison, the longer you stay in prison, you don't even recognize, like, you can stay in prison if you have a long sentence and you see the people that you once knew and their words, like, nothing, you can be in a prison of insecurity and what people say don't matter. You just stayed Mm. in that prison too long to recognize the real world, essentially. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. So living in insecurity is a mental prison. The thoughts that constantly um, bombard your mind telling you you're worthless are heavy. Trust me, I know. I once lived a slave to the lies of the enemy. Even if you struggle to believe that Jesus can be your defender and helper, he certainly is a restorer. The fact that you are reading this devotional, I guess that I'm reading this out loud, proves that you believe this truth even to some degree. I'm confident that as you complete this devotional, you'll be met with fresh revelation that Jesus is your restorer each morning. You'll be restored because it is a promise that he gives. Anyways, so I go on to say, why is addressing low self-worth and low self-esteem slash insecurity so important? Um, And maybe that's what you're thinking, like, okay, cool, guys. Nice, cute, relevant, um, catchy topic for your podcast to get listens and views. (laughs) (laughs) If you think that, I'm praying for you because why you're a hater. But um, it's a valid question. Why is addressing low self-worth and low self-esteem and insecurity so important. Mm-hmm. I have definitely asked this question while I foolishly tried to defend my flawed thinking, especially <laughs> as my sisters have been like, you gotta snap out of it. I'm praying for your little self worth, especially Miss Gabs over here, <laughs> number one. But that that just shows you that if you have people in your life like that, that it, sh- it shows you they care about you and they love you. Amen. Speaking Speak from the heart. B. Oh my god. The answer, That's a quick plug. Yeah, no. Surround yourself with people that are praying for you, mm-hmm. that are invested in your growth, that mm-hmm. do not want to see you stagnant mm-hmm. or suffering, and that are committed to praying love. for you, yeah. and Hold are, your are not afraid to speak the truth and love to... Mm-hmm. to... <laughs> Hold you accountable and challenge you. <laughs> and finish your sentences. Right? Yeah, definitely finish your <laughs> Um, okay, so the answer is simple yet profound. Until you rid yourself of the faulty mindsets you have come to embrace, you live a life of disobedience to God's greatest commandments. Mark 12, verse 28 to 34. Love the Lord your, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. Two, love your neighbor as yourself. So the first one, loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Insecurity is mentally exhausting. Believe me, I've been wow. there. It's impossible to love God with all your mind. And it's very challenging mm-hmm. when your mind is a bank of self-depreciating thoughts mm-hmm. and your mind is focused on yourself. Your mind is full of lies mm-hmm. and doubt and fear and anxiety. All those things contradict oh, who God is and oh, no. God cannot dwell where sin is. See, that's why you have a hard time. <laughs> wow, that was, that's a good revelation. Yeah, you're and right. Oh, that's why it's important. Yeah. If you're struggling with your relationship with God, if you've been I'm stagnant, shook. if you mm-hmm. haven't grown for months, years, yeah. God knows how long, mm-hmm. 
this is why. Like, I'm telling you, oh 99% of the time, yeah. self-esteem and low self-worth yeah. are the issue. Hallelujah. It's the heart of the issue. Yeah, you need to deal Somebody with it shout. fast. Because it's yeah. the spirit. You need it's to so deal true, with it. Though, oh, for real. So true. You can't, the Bible calls us. We are commanded to. The scripture, oh, if you read gosh. the Mark 12 chapter, Jesus literally says that these are the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And you can't begin you can't. to love somebody else if you don't even love yourself. Yes. So You've true. heard that said well, before. But we've heard that said before. But, like, the first part for me was very eye-opening. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, you can't love your neighbor if you don't love yourself. And I always argue that. It's like, I should love people so well, even if I hate myself. Like, whatever. That's, I don't Anyways, child. Yeah. But God is like, wow. Okay. But you so, don't love But me. you can't. Yeah. You don't you love don't, God. And yeah, if you, you don't have the love God. of God mm-hmm. in you, the Bible tells us you can't love mm-hmm. others the way that he wants you to mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so true what love are you drawing from it's so true what love are you imitating yeah and em- even emulating <laughs> <laughs> but what i just said about how oh yeah i hate myself but i love others well that is such a lie um because hmm i fail to love my neighbors despite my best efforts and acts of kindness because i didn't first love myself if you don't love yourself, chances are you will allow people to mistreat you, which was true for me. You live short of what and how you um, people ought to treat you. And then so that becomes your norm. Whether you realize it or not, you reciprocate that subpar love and end up treating those around you less than what God expects. Yeah, so That's you so when true. you started off not wanting to be a part of the problem, you became a part of the problem. Yeah, Damn. and it's honestly, like, for me, that was something that, like I said, I really was averse to people being like, you have to love people, love Yourself. others, whatever. Or deal deal with. Treat your neighbors you love to be, want to be treated, the golden rule, loving others, love your neighbor as yourself. I was like, oh, I can love people and hate me. But I didn't realize that subconsciously the love I was giving people was, was broken. broken love. And that was not mm-hmm. what God called me to. And then I was not a good example of Christ. I wasn't showing Christ mm-hmm. in my exactly. actions mm-hmm. and my love for others. So this verse really just shows the importance of you know, making the effort to find healing in Christ um, from low self-worth and low self-esteem. It's just important because scripture says that these are the two greatest commandments. And when you live a life of low self-worth and low self-esteem and, you know, like actually let it become a prison that you live in, then you're not able to fulfill this commandment. You cannot love the Lord with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength when you your mind is full of you know, nonsense, like lies from the enemy, self-depreciating mm-hmm. thoughts, mm-hmm. Um, full of the thoughts of others. You're just dwelling on yourself, you know, and ultimately it's pride, like we said before, um, whether you want to believe it or not, it's pride to continually live in insecurity. Mm-hmm. And idolatry. Mm-hmm. And idolatry. Mm-hmm. So I guess then it's like, what is healthy self-love because even in the same verse we're talking about it says love your neighbor as yourself so you're called as christians to love yourself and self-love is a commandment that we have as believers but what is godly self-love or maybe what does self what has media or today's what's a narrative when it comes to self-love in today's society (laughs) it's like love yourself um to the extreme like and Eve, you, it puts a premium mm-hmm. on your on the individual over other people. So love yourself to the detriment of others, mm-hmm. um, because like uh, at the core, um, you are what's most important yeah. in life. Um, yeah, which is totally contrary to what God says about self love. 
Yeah, I think it's also just like the world makes it so much more of a prideful thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm loving myself in a way that's more like idolatry mm-hmm. as opposed to it from a Christian standpoint, it really is loving yourself in the context of the fact that you know that you're God's child. Oh my gosh, and yeah, linked to our previous episode, mm-hmm. loving yourself in the context of your relationship with your creator. Mm-hmm. That Which not the an epitome, right? Like that is the landmark that of our that, identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's where it all started. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, here's a plug. Here's a plug. Yes. No. Honestly, everything said is great. Sorry, I was listening, but I was kind of like thinking at the same time. Um, I personally think that if you truly love and know and understand God, the love to yourself is just gonna follow. Like when, and I I emphasis on the truly love God and Mm -hmm. understand Him. And I mean, for me, anyways, when I look back on my life, it wasn't that. There wasn't so much intentionality behind, okay, I need to love myself, I need to self-love. It was just like, as I focus, like you said before, Jay, as you focus on Jesus, you don't have time to be consumed by distraction distraction. of insecurity, the distraction Mm -hmm. of low self-worth, and Mm -hmm. it it no longer has such a grip on you. Um, But like Gabby said, self-love is far greater than developing confidence based on, you know, um, X, Y, and Z. And I kind of feel like, on social media especially this whole self-love way is self-love acceptance is <laughs> i accept me the way i lot, am yeah mm-hmm. it's built also a lot on physical appearance like or mm-hmm. physical thing uh or tangible mm-hmm. yeah maybe uh, maybe also this could be because i'm a female too so like i'm talking about females pa- females pages that i see but it's like i look good i love me and it's not like I have a good heart. Like, you know, so much mm-hmm. is just like, oh, I, I'm you hot. Know what, like, I though? fly. Like, I love me. Love me. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. No. But as you said that, I and you, we, I just said acceptance. The whole self-love movement is like acceptance to the point of like oh its gosh. detriment. Yeah. yeah. Because they were out like, so you'll see people say, you know, I accept me the way I am. And a plug for the last episode, I accept my, like, this is my personality. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. I embrace me. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and you also see, oh, which I think is quite dangerous, almost like a glorification of like mental illness and like struggles oh, and stuff. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah, this is the way that I am. Like, you know, I just like, I have these issues and, you know, like, and, and you take ownership of it. You take yeah. ownership, which is a term that know, has been popular now. And it's all kind of in under that self-love bracket. It's, it's true. The world is encouraging you to accept and embrace every thought the broken parts of you yeah the broken parts of you but the reality is a christian you are supposed to take those broken pieces to god and he'll fix them a part of you Mm -hmm. having true self-love is actually in a practical way you're denouncing thoughts that are not like if you're saying to yourself like i Mm -hmm. hate myself like well no Mm -hmm. you're a part of self-love is cutting down those thoughts Mm -hmm. when you have that thought like you replace it with something like no like i don't hate myself i love myself because god loves me you know Mm -hmm. like different things like that or like if you say oh like i just i'm just super shy and like i don't know how to make friends and like, this has always been who i am mm-hmm. it's like no who does god say that i am or who is he because he says that i am his like, mirror yeah. so i have the ability to be able to be more like him mm-hmm. like it's changing your thoughts it all starts in your mind and a part of true self-love under god is actually changing the way that we think to align again with his word i don't know how many times i have to say this i feel like i'm a broken record mm-hmm. but basically i like also sorry i'm 
just wanted to say like i feel like what jay said about self-acceptance is so interesting like you know, when you think about the way that the world frames self-love it, it it's like aligned with stagnancy and like complacency and it's very uh like passive like you're it's not active like Mm -hmm. it's just that who you are is who you are and you're kind of stuck Mm -hmm, there in a box but then when you think about um self loving yourself um or a a love for yourself that stems from God's love for you, Mm -hmm. that's an active kind of love and it's always pushing you to to change and to be better and Mm -hmm. like it has no stagnancy and like acceptance of like the old um nature and like the ugly things there's no place in that because you're always actively pursuing like what Ari said what God says about you who God is and Mm -hmm. how that um you know plays into your in your personal relationship like who I am Mm -hmm. is um found in my relationship with God and who he says I am and the more I pursue him the more I seek after him the more I'm changed by him into his image and like I just think that's interesting it's like totally two different views on love like loving who you are like Mm -hmm. and staying there is like kind of what the world kind of says and then like if you think about it in the context of relationship with god it's like um because i love myself the way that god loves me i'm actively trying to model like myself after him and his character so my love for him is based off of his love for me and it's pushing me to be more like him Mm -hmm. so interesting that's very true gabby Snap, 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 snap. I really like that comparison. It's good. It's like I'm seeing a Venn diagram, and with the two, there's not really much overlap, or if there is any at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but as Jay was saying, the thing about acceptance and the whole narratives that you need to recognize, like the flaw, like the rec- how today's view of self worth is the recognition of the flaws in yourself. It kind of goes back to we ha- we're having a conversation about the enemy strategy that is deception, which is half truth. So it's true. You do need to recognize the flaws in yourself and mm-hmm. you know the things that may not mm-hmm. be so hot but you don't stop there right. like world the world's definition of self-love is the recognition and then the glorification versus yeah. god's mm-hmm. self-love is the recognition and the refining right um and self-love is a recognition of your strengths and you know the characters traits that god has placed in you and as as well as an active pr- uh, decision to continue to refine be refined into god's image and be the best version of yourself mm-hmm. um and continuously making the effort to grow um and so it's one not choosing to wholeheartedly embrace your flaws but it's also choosing not to be bl- blind to your flaws yeah and yeah. i think there's like two ends of the spectrum you'll see people who are like i love myself so much i'm amazing and that's the end of the sentence or it's i love myself i i mean i'm this i'm that i can be like snappy and but i love myself versus god is saying i love my i love me i am who god says i am and i have this trait in me that's not like christ but i'm continuously trying to be more like him and grow um mm-hmm. and i thought it was interesting also that the chapter let me pull up the verse sorry mark 12 shares that this is the there's no other commandment greater than to love your neighbor as yourself and to love the lord and i thought hmm where are these the two greatest commandments and i trained and as as i was thinking about it i could see how these two commandments kind of are um wrapped up in the other commandments that god gives if you truly love yourself you're not going to commit adultery if you truly love yourself Mm -hmm. and you love your neighbor as yourself you're not going to steal from your neighbor you're not going to do x y and z right so it's really like god wasn't kidding when he said this is the greatest commandment because if you adhere to these commandments it's much harder Mm -hmm. to then slip 
with the other commandments that are laid out in scripture is what I've that's my perspective on it um I just found it interesting because like God is very intentional do you have anything else to add no I think you really hit it on the nails this yeah it was really hit it on the nail hit the nail on the head Oh geez. Anyways, um, I think this was really, really in- eye-opening. Yeah, insightful, insightful, refreshing. Are you a New York Times review of a movie. Eye-opening, insightful. No, for real though. No, really. And like, I just like to encourage everyone who's listening. The reality is, we all mm-hmm. struggle with low self-esteem in some way, shape, or form. True. And even if we've overcome certain things, it's a continual journey of doing what we know to do in order to keep us from falling off again right. into it, low self-esteem. Because, again, we know this. If you don't know this, we live in our flesh. Like, we are born in our flesh. It's very prone for us to sin. Mm-hmm. But for the grace of God, but for His Holy Spirit living on the inside of us, like, we would not be able to live above sin. Yeah. Which means that, like, so we have the Holy Spirit, but we also have our flesh. So it means every day we have to strive mm-hmm. to, to like nurture flesh. nurture yeah. the spirit and subdue the flesh. And a part of that is also making sure that we nurture our self-image under God daily. Yeah. And the minute that you fall off from that, like it's very easy to just, it's very easy it's to walk slow. in low self-esteem. It's very easy to coddle yourself and yeah. to accept things that you shouldn't accept mm-hmm. and to entertain thoughts that are not of God. So I just want to encourage you to think about, you know, where you are right now, reflect on where you've been maybe in the past year mm-hmm. and think about where you want to be. Do you still want to be struggling with some of the things that you've been struggling with? Oh, you probably right. don't. Yeah. Yeah. And like I come against every lie that will say that you are going to struggle with things forever. That Amen. is not of God, Jesus. and it is it's not true. true. It is not true. Free is free exactly. Indeed, you can overcome anything because you have Christ on the inside of you. If mm-hmm. you have accepted him into your life and you have the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. there is nothing that you cannot overcome. No sin that is greater than the power that you have within you. So don't ever think like, I will never or I'll always mm-hmm. be struggling with this. That's or you not know true. what? Or you can reframe it. In our humanity, yes, like we cannot overcome any temptation or any struggle, um, and that's a fact mm-hmm. because we are human. We are imperfect. We're, our sinful nature is what comes naturally to us. But the minute that we yield to the spirit and allow and walk in the freedom, of, walk in the spirit and walk in the freedom that God has freely given mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. then that's when we, uh, <laughs> that's when we can live as overcomers. So if mm-hmm. you're trying to live in freedom in your own flesh and your own abilities it's not gonna work yeah you're right <laughs> that you won't, freedom you, won't, you may feel will only last so long it's freedom. yeah you won't experience a eternal or a lasting freedom mm-hmm. or a total freedom because you're trying to do it in yourself but when you surrender your your flesh and you live in the spirit and mm-hmm. you embrace the freedom that christ has given you then that that's something that lasts and it's eternal so yeah it's like it's what Janelle said, but just a different way. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying, if you're looking at it as I need to strive after this, mm-hmm. and I, it, like I'm trying to free. Like if you free subscribe, myself. subscribe to like the world's, um, like self help. Yeah, like the self help movement. Everything you need is inside. You, you will, you will, you will, um, 
you'll get, exhaust yourself because you're mm-hmm. trying to accomplish a supernatural thing in your humanity. Yeah. When God's like, no, it's actually simple. All you need to do is find your healing and your rest and your freedom in me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow, very good points. And on that note, <laughs> um, thank you for listening, and we will be releasing another episode shortly. And stay tuned for another profound meeting with us and God. <laughs> because honestly, we're, we're learning a lot as we do this too, yes. like I said in the beginning. So Amen. join us again yes. for another one of our chats and another one of our discussions based on the Bible. Amen. We are looking forward to hearing the stories and testimonies from you guys growing and learning with us. On that note, Bloom and Grow Y'all. Peace out.